guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Provocative Podcast. Alright guys, I have my best friend Aureli as our guest today, so if you're watching on YouTube, you're probably watching us, and Chris is like, right before we started filming, y'all need an energy drink, because we're both just kind of like, bleh, bleh today. But it'll get really good, the podcast is really good, I'm excited, because I have a lot of juicy stuff. Um, so, before we get into it... Um, I always give you guys a little bit of intro. I didn't do a podcast last week because I got back from Georgia really late on um, Wednesday. And so it was way too much pressure trying to like film an episode for you girls and actually like give my full effort. So I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll make this one a good one. So I'm sorry. I know I was in my last week, but um, I had a great time in Georgia. I know I, I, I think the previous week I had mentioned to you guys that I was going to go visit my family and it was so much fun. Like it's always a good time going to visit them. Um, we kind of disconnect from all social media and just focus on family. And I got to watch my niece, Kylie. She is a year and like three months, four months. And she's, so she's walking. She just says, hi, she goes, hi. And so Chris and I watched her um, on, I think it was like on tu- on Monday or Tuesday from like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And let I was exhausted that day, okay? Like she is actually not a handful, but she is very, she's a very active little girl because her babysitter like just puts, um, gives her like a lot of activities to do. So she's not one of those kids that can just like sit down and watch anything. The only thing she likes is freaking baby shark and it has to be on repeat so I was like I'm not doing that to myself I will blow my no no (laughs) and I was like okay so we just had to play with her um the whole day and stuff but it was so much fun I love I love my baby niece I wish she was here um but overall we had a great time with family and then we came back and got started getting back on routine so yeah guys that was last week and then uh I just announced my challenge it's a six-week fall challenge that's starting next Monday um I'm actually two weeks in my friend Brittany and Arelli are doing it with me too I mean Arelli's been on a weight loss journey ever since you had Mia yeah um you officially started like a hardcore cut cut back in when 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 did you start working with your coach April April okay so I told them, I was like, hey, I'm going to cut. Aurelia, you're already cutting, but let's, like, make it harder. <laughs> She's like, I was like, no cheats. She's like, fuck it, fine. So they, Brittany and Aurelia have been kind of, like, doing it with me. We've been actually, Aurelia's been having, like, actually set cardio for quite some time now. But now we're, like, all really doing the cardio together and everything. But it, And it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm ex- I think that's why I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, we're all so sore. Every single day we're like, oh my God, I'm so sore. But it's been great. Uh, so if you want to join the challenge, guys, it's next Monday. Um, I'm taking signups for the rest of the week. And then, um, yeah, Sunday night, I'm going to close enrollment. There is a prize for the first place winner, which is $1,000. It's not just whoever loses the most weight. It's whoever has the best transformation as far as like, Overall, like I, who who actually did what they were supposed to, who checked in on time, who communicated with me. It's not a race to who lost the, the f- most weight because I understand that not everyone loses weight at the same rate. But I want I want the first place winner to feel like they did, de- you know, they deserved it and they earned it. So first place winner will receive a thousand dollars. And Brittany, <laughs> Brittany's like, uh, so can I, I be a winner? I was like, no, girlfriend. She's like, fine, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, starts next Monday, girls. And I'm really excited, especially like I, I just talked about it on my story. If you feel like you have not 
committed to yourself this year. You know, the year's about to end. We're already in October, like freaking October. This is a time to invest in you, to really focus on yourself. It's just six weeks and really just make yourself your priority these next six weeks. So I highly encourage you to take on this challenge. And like I said, I'll be doing it with you girls too. So I'm like on a cut, I'll be doing cardio. I'll be, you know, on the Stairmaster dying with you girls. So it'll be fun. It's always more fun when you know other people are suffering with you. Like yesterday, whenever we were doing the Stairmaster, and I was like, oh my God, donut sounds so good right now. Dude, we were talking about <laughs> hoodies. Brittany's like, I can't. So it's all three of us on the Stairmaster, and Brittany's like, I don't really sweat. And I'm like, well, in the morning, she's like, I don't really sweat in the morning when I do fasted cardio. And I'm like, well, wear a hoodie. Out of nowhere, Aurelie's in the middle Stairmaster. She's like, I could go for some donuts. I'm like, <laughs> Can we not talk about food right now? Like, that's the worst thing you can do when you're on a cut. No, it's because you said for her to wear a hoodie, for her to do cardio, uh -huh. and so she could sweat more. And uh -huh. then she was like, oh, it's because then I get all glazed. And then I'm like, glazed donuts sound so oh, good no. right now. <laughs> and they still sound good yeah, right dude, now. Yeah, dude, girl. Oh, gosh. Stop. I, everything. Yesterday on the way home, uh, I didn't say anything. I was like, like, honestly, yesterday was the first day like I actually craved something. Because uh, I've been on, it'll be three weeks that I've been dieting, no cheats, guys. So, um, like, absolutely no cheats. And um, I was, like, sitting in the car, and we took we were, we were took Art and Britt home yesterday. And I'm just, like, quiet. And Chris is like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And, you know, to drop them off, we have to pass by In-N-Out. And I was like, oh, man, I could really go to for In-N-Out. And I, had, I didn't say anything. And Chris is like, mm, In-N-Out sounds good. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, no, you cannot fucking get in and out. I've been craving it like the whole car ride. I'm not, I just didn't say anything. I'm like, no. I already see you like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he already had wings last week. I'm like, no, there's a few oh, things on so my good. list that I'm like, you can't have until I'm done with my cut. So, so wings, my mouth's already dry. Pluckers. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, the fried pickles. Oh, I know. God. She's not sponsored by it. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, now that we're talking about the challenge, I kind of wanted to go over your accomplishment a little bit. So Mia is about to be one, October 29th. Yes. All right. So she, um, Aureli started her, I guess her like serious weight loss journey in April, you said, right? This year? Is that whenever the pool party was? In April? I th when was it? The pool party? Summer shirty, when was it? April, March, April, May. Then no, it was. It must have been later. June. Then I started in July. Started in July. I think so. Okay. I was. I don't know why I said April. Okay. Maybe I thought about it since yeah. April, but I didn't start till. I think it started till like late June. Yeah. Because it was after my birthday. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. It was. Yeah. It was after your birthday. It was. I started the week of summer shredding. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. But you, but you had, that's when you started, like, Aureli started her, like, serious. Like, she was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to really be serious. Yeah. Because after Mia, I think you were in the gym, like, like what? At, your doctor cleared you at? At six many? weeks. Yeah. And, you and were, then right there, I started. She started back up. And um, do you remember how, how it was for you when you started back up? Oh, my God. I like, I, f I felt like everything was open. Yeah, like, I felt like when I it would squat, like I felt like all oh, my organs were just gonna come through. <laughs> like I just, I felt so open. I, I don't know. It's this Mexican myth, right? Like that everything. Every, whenever you give birth, you, my mom was saying that you're you're open everywhere. So like you can't even go outside after you give birth. You have to wait literally the whole six weeks. You're supposed to stay inside, and because if the air even hits you, it goes through like. I remember you telling me all, that. All this, like, I don't know, like, right, whatever. So, like, in my head, I guess I was just thinking that. And then, like, now I heard a little bit. And she's like, you see? You see, it's because you started going out before six weeks. 
like that's what she's telling me that I'm all messed up. But it felt it felt weird, and I also felt very weak yeah. because I hadn't worked out. I think I stopped working out whenever I was. I think like seven, no, like even before. I think I was like five months pregnant, and I stopped yeah. working out really soon because I started hurting a little. So I got scared. So yeah, I just felt I felt very behind. But honestly, it helped. It made me want to get back to it more. More, yeah, because I remember what well, you you got really sick during yeah. your pregnancy, like four or five months. Yeah, she was like really sick and so she would come to the gym and just sit with us mm -hmm. which is nice because yeah. we would be able to catch up um but yeah then you start you came back and i remember when you came back you're like especially when we we're doing hip throws she's like dude i feel like everything's just gonna come <laughs> out i'm like no just go light and she started out light and this is like guys girls because i actually did get a question like you know getting back into it after you have a baby it's gonna take some time for you to feel like oh, your old self for a thousand sure percent um and i feel like you know you started coming back to the gym but you weren't like 100 percent with dieting and everything it takes some time for you to just to get back into like i guess the groove of everything right and i wouldn't want to i mean if anything like if i can give any advice about going back into the gym after having a baby is don't go in hardcore because you're still trying to build up a routine. You're still trying to manage all your new schedule with the baby, with, I mean, if you're a wife or if you're not, if, you know, if you live with your boyfriend or your husband, you're still trying to develop that routine. So if you put too much on your plate, you're not saying that you're going to fail, but it's going to be very overwhelming. And then you're just going to give up. And then you're just, after you give up, you're obviously going to get into your head and say that you can't do it and that you're not good enough. So I would definitely just go in slow, either start eating right or start, going back into the gym and just start light until you just build build your yeah. strength back up. But I wouldn't go in right away. Yeah. Your strength now is crazy, though, girls. Her strength now is, like, way crazier than before. Her quads are, like, cr way crazier than before. And then, was it yesterday? Yesterday, she texted me that she is pre-baby weight now, yeah. guys. So My pre-baby weight was 138, and I'm finally 138. Yesterday I woke up, I mean, obviously fasted, but it was at 138.2. Woo! So I was so proud of myself. I texted my husband. I was just like, oh, I'm so proud of myself. And then I texted Jazzy of like a screenshot of the scale. And I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm so happy. Like it, it's a goal that you set in your head and then you never... I mean, you know you're going to accomplish it, but you just don't know when. But the fact that it's here just proves to me that I'm actually able to do it. And I was telling Jazzy yesterday that even before I had Mia, I didn't know. I mean, you obviously always talk about like how fit, like fitness and like health is a lifestyle. But I didn't think I honestly grasped it until now after I got my coach and I started eating and now that I got to my weight. Now I know what it truly means that it's a lifestyle because I don't see myself going back to the way that I ever was before with eating, with anything, because I'm seeing results, because I'm being dedicated, and I know that I, I want this life. I don't yeah. I don't think I could ever go back to how, how Yeah, I was. and I think you've realized that you can have it, like, you can balance it all, yeah. right? And yeah. I think before, Aureli did have some bad habits, too. <laughs> She'd have, like... Breakfast, hot Cheetos. Lunch, hot Cheetos. Dinner, hot Cheetos. She comes to the gym, she's like, my stomach hurts. What did you just eat? Popeyes. I'm like, or sometimes I don't even like, have to say it because my fingers were red. Oh, yeah, because like, Aureli, let me see your fingers. We get to the gym and she'd be like, yes, I had hot Cheetos today. I'm, I'm like, but I'm like, I had a little bit, but okay, I had a lot. <laughs> but now, like, you have this lifestyle. And I think if um, I've, I've, you know, I've seen the changes that you've made and everything, she's like the representation of like, it's not about 
how fast you get there, right? Like your journey is going to have some highs, going to have some lows, but the important thing is that you stay consistent, right? Like she's not a competitor. She didn't go zero to a hundred. She just focused on doing her best every single day. And some days she did her cardio, some days she didn't. But the important thing is like, she stayed consistent, right? Even if she didn't go to the gym all five days a week, at least she did three or four, right? And she didn't give up. I think a lot of the times, like I think you were saying, women get overwhelmed and they think they have to be at 100% when that's not true. You know, it's just about being consistent because consistency will give you results. Look at you now. I know, and I didn't think I could get here. I, mean, I know you could get here, but I, I not that I didn't know. I just knew that it was going to be hard. But the fact that I'm here now, I'm I'm really happy and I'm really proud of myself. And it just shows me that I can do a lot more if I really tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, girlfriend, we we had an hour cardio. So, I know. oh my god, yesterday, like the literally the last five minutes, I couldn't. Like that's I when know, I was started. I started having delusions. I started thinking about food. I that's all I could think about the whole time. My mouth started getting dry, even though I just had a bunch of like a whole gallon of water. I was parched. Was My legs were hurting. I was telling Jazzy that I just didn't think I keep going anymore. But it's fine because I <laughs> was suffering it. together. You're suffering together, and we did it. And our workouts have been uh, really hard recently, but it's a good thing. It's a, we're all progressing. We're all getting stronger in our lifts. And like I, I said, know. you are. You definitely know, are. Yesterday, yesterday I was having a shitty day, guys. Like a horrible I, day. <laughs> I've been losing all my shit, and that's so not like me. I've been leaving my stuff everywhere. I left my wallet at my tanning place. I lost my community center, like key tag you got uh, there and you had lost your belt i lost my belt thankfully andrew saved it for me because i was like oh no this this bitch stolen <laughs> like yeah, that, took that it. Was the, if it so, didn't grab it it was gonna be stolen for yeah me. and like, so i was just not having the best day but hey i pr'd in the fucking shoulder press and i was really happy that like 100 turned my day around so anyways all right just wanted to give you guys a little bit of the fitness behind the scenes and like what it's like me and Aureli train together every single day, except for our rest days. And I just wanted to share her story because she's been killing it. I'm really proud of my friend. I love you. Oh, I'm so you. proud of you. Too. I am it's, so proud of you. She helps me out a lot, guys, okay? If, if Jazzy didn't go every single day to the gym, I probably wouldn't go. And she pushes me to I do to push get, you. Yeah, you push me a lot. But you push me a lot, too. Yeah. It's it's great when you have... Don't get me wrong. We, we, we joke around and things like that. But when it's time to fucking do the work, we push each other, like, a lot. And even like the other day on hip thrust, because um, it's I it's so more than more often than not I'm the one that's like okay pushing everyone right like oh no add the weight add the weight whatever. And Aurelia uh, on Monday she looked at me and she's like, "Have you done this weight before for hip thrust?" I'm like, "No." I was like, "Yeah, but I only did it for this many reps." She's like, "I think you should add some weight." And I'm like, I looked at her and I'm like, "You think?" She's like, "I think you got it." And I'm like. All right, fuck. All right, I'll put it on. And I fucking did it. And she moved it so easy. I like, she PR'd. It. Yeah. I was and like, I'm, I was so proud. Because you're strong. Like, you're, you're, I'm strong, but you're strong as me, too. But I feel like you're just getting in your head. Yeah, sometimes I just get in my head. It Like, I mean, it just depends on what the movement is, too. You know, yeah. like, if if I'm just, like, not feeling it that day, like, where it needs to be felt, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to go super heavy because then I feel like, you know, it just takes away from that muscle. Yeah. But... But you did it. Yeah. Make sure you have, if you are going to the gym, like you you have a partner that pushes you because that's super duper important. Because um, with girls, sometimes it can get easy to just find someone that's going to go and then just chat your ear off and then you're not there working out, right? You want to have a friend that, yeah, you can catch up, but also pushes you when it's time to be pushed. But anyways, all right. So today's episode is Girl Talk. I'm so excited for this episode because... I've been wanting to film one, and I can't really film one with Chris and I, by myself. Why not? Weird. He could dress. No, I'm just I, I'm just dress him up. <laughs> oh my god, I 
Imagine with a wig. Like, with a wig and put lipstick on. Dude, I, he could probably do his whole makeup routine for how many times he's watched me do makeup. Uh, but, oh my gosh, I couldn't have an episode like that and, and get him to talk all funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So one of the things I wanted to talk about um, because we had a recent conversation with someone we know, and then I was telling you a little bit about, like, you know, my sister a little bit and how it reminds me of us when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Arely, she's been on the podcast before. If you don't listen to one, she was one of the first ones on the podcast. So she's been married for how many years now? I think we're going to 14 years. 14 years. So yeah. she's been with like basically her high school sweetheart too. Mm-hmm. So we've both been in... <laughs> long relationships we're both married so um talking to these girls just took us back to how we were back in the day when we were 15 16 and if if i can say anything it's just like i wish someone would have been there to slap the fuck out of me oh my god same here because i mean i know things think things have changed a lot now especially social media thankfully you and i didn't have to grow up with like in, I mean, I grew up with Instagram, but Instagram had just barely started. That Same. was it. Yeah, it was still Facebook, and, it, and Instagram was yeah. still new. Oh, MySpace, too, you know. When oh, you my God, yeah. Manners, MySpace, and then Facebook, and then, you know, it and just replaced Instagram, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But we didn't have to deal with as much of social media drama as a lot of younger kids are dealing with it. But, I don't know, just the, the conversations that we've had with these younger girls, it's like, you start at a... You get a relationship at such a young age, and you... You're so young that you still haven't even had time to figure out who you are, right? Because exactly. you don't know what you want. You don't know what your career is. You don't really have, if, especially if you don't have any goals. I think one of the biggest things for uh, a female, if I had a daughter too, is like I would want her to be in a sport or something like that. Like some sort of extracurriculum thing that she has to go to because that way it could be like a way, an outlet for her. I thankfully had a cross country, but it wasn't because of my own will. It was because I met Chris and then I got into cross country. But I think a lot of the times young women, they lose themselves because they don't have anything that they're focused on, right? They don't really have a hobby or a sport or anything like that. So if they get a boyfriend, all their attention and all their priority goes to that boy. And I will say boy because he's a boy. Yeah. yeah, At that age, they're boys. Yeah. And it's hard when you're in that age, you're like, you're like, okay, I need to revolve my whole life around this boy. And slowly you start losing yourself because your whole identity is this boy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I wish like when I'm talking to these girls, I mean, Aureli and I were giving advice the other day and we're like, slap out of it. Like you need to prioritize yourself because it's so important to prioritize yourself, especially in, even nowadays in your relationships, because the the moment you stop prioritizing yourself and you start giving your all to someone else is the moment you lose yourself. I think it becomes a habit. I feel like it's it's very. I mean, everybody has a story, but I feel like whenever you're young, you watch Cinderella, you watch all these princesses, how they find their prince charming, and you feel like your life's going to be. Well, not that your life is going to be, but you want your life to be that way. And also, like, you have to take into consideration, like, daddy issues. Do you have daddy issues? Do you not have, like, daddy issues? Because I feel like a lot of the girls that do depend a lot on their boyfriends and they kind of, like, start to just focus on them and they lose themselves is because they want that male attention that they wish that they had from their dad. So it's just, it's kind of like a, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Like, um... 
like basically you you're not that close to your dad or you don't didn't have a dad or whatever and you just you project on them what you would want so you start focusing on them you start you know wanting to be everything to them as well you just try to cater them because you want you want to feel worthy of their love so you you start like you said like start losing your identity because you want you start becoming what you want what they want you to be right and when you just do that slowly and slowly and then by the time that you guys start having issues or like a breakup comes up, you think that your life is completely over. Right. And I, th- I think daddy issues is one of them. I was going to say like, it's all, especially with the book I'm reading, it's all based on your upbringing, right? What you saw, like I saw, you know, my parents had been married. They're still married. Right. So my mom always, always was like, okay, like you're going to have a boyfriend. You're going to be a virgin until you get married. And like, she had this whole story, like how things are traditional way things were supposed to be. Right. And then I guess I saw how their marriage was. And I was like, well, I don't know if I want that. Right. Because my parents don't have the best communication, like emotional relationships. So I was like, okay, I don't know if I want that. And growing up in that, I was like, I don't know. This is not the, 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 I don't think this is the way that I want to be. So it could be like, your daddy issues, the upbringing. I also had daddy issues. I was actually just telling Chris too that I think if you have a daughter, the best thing that you could tell your significant other to do is to be involved in their life like fully. And I tell Chris, one of the things that I wish that I would have had growing up was like, and it's just something that you're not, it's not really common in Hispanics. It's like, I wish we would have had actual family nights, like game nights, where yeah. my parents really didn't give a shit about what they wanted, but they were like, okay, what do you girls want to do? And let's go do it. That like, I'll take you to the movies and then go grab a milkshake or like what you see on TV. Yeah. Because to be honest, we didn't have that growing up, like mm-hmm. at all. Like yeah. we were with our families where they wanted us, right? Mm-hmm. Which in a lot of the cases, Hispanic families, it's just parties. Yeah. And what are you doing? What are your parents doing at a party? Are they actually even spending time with you? No. No. You go off with your cousins. The ladies go and gossip and the dads are standing up drinking. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's your weekend with your family. That's weekend time with your family. Yeah. So you don't really get a chance to really bond with your dad. You know, and yeah. Hispanics aren't, you know, old, old traditional Hispanics aren't really into sports and things like that. So it's not like, okay, yeah, like my dad put me in dance and he went to all my recital, like, you don't really fucking hear about that shit in Hispanic no. culture, Mm-mm. you know? So it's like, it's all about the way that you were raised and things like that. They, that do affect who you are if you have daddy issues and also self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. because what is the number one thing a lot of girls, teenage girls suffer with is self-esteem issues. Yeah. They all lack confidence mm-hmm. and that could be from what they see or just, you know, high school is a fucking bitch, you know, yeah. like, Especially now. Nowadays. It's so worse. Yeah. Because of social media. Because of social media. And so it's really hard. I know it's really hard to, as a teenager, you know, you think you know it all, right? You think like no one fucking understands what you're going through. (laughs) It's like the end of the fucking world. But it's like, it's not. Like if I could tell anyone, and if I were to go back, it'd be like, focus on yourself more. Mm -hmm. Like do more, do some personal like development growth within yourself like sit down and like know what you want yeah and it's not necessarily what you want but like what do you like to do Mm -hmm. do you like to like just sit with yourself and be like what do i like to do that's outside of my boyfriend that's outside of my family what do i like to do and do more of that yeah and that's like you know what i told the person we were talking about the other day i'm like find out what you like and do more of it 
because the more fulfilled you are, the more confident you become and the better things you attract and then the better guys you attract because then the guy flips around and is like, oh shit. Like she doesn't really have, like, she's so busy with her time. Like I'm lucky to be in her presence. I'm lucky that she makes time for me versus now nah, this girl's just right here. I can use her. I, I can call her up in a second and she'll be here. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I know growing up, I was like that. Cause be like, Hey, come here. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> you already there. <laughs> I'm on my way. I was waiting for that. Text He's message. like, Hey, can you come over? I'm outside. <laughs> literally uh, I mean, you know that's all about maturing and growing up and just you know mm-hmm. going through life and going through hardships and learning yeah i mean it sucks because you do have to go through it on your own yeah that's sure. the best way that you'll learn from your mistakes someone can tell you over and over again but as a teenager you're like oh what do you know yeah like oh no no he would never do that to me yeah. no we're gonna be together forever no oh, no i mean in our case, okay, it's a little different, but I mean, it didn't come easy either. Yeah. It was hard. I mean, you have to choose each other every single time. And as you grow up, you're growing up together. So you grow up wanting something else. They want something else. And then you just have to come together and make sure that you want the same thing at the end. At, at the least. End. Yeah, know, that's how it works. It's really important. But yeah. whenever you're young, it's it's really hard. And you feel like them breaking up with you is the end of the world. And you're never going to find anybody else like them. And yeah, it's just like, I, I know. I'm just talking, I'm like, I promise you're going to be okay. And I know we our audience is like an older crowd, but if you have, this is like, a, I, I just want you to listen. Like if you're listening, if you have a younger sister, a younger cousin, check up on them, make them listen to that this part Podcast, of the yeah. episode and be like, you are going to be okay. And just check up on them. Like I try to check up on them, at, you know, especially with my sister. I know like there are certain things that she doesn't want to share with me, which I get because I'm her older sister and stuff, but I just make sure that she's doing okay because that's all I can, you know, at that, yeah. you know, at that age, like you said, you think you know it all and you're like, no one understands what I'm going through, but you know, I, I I've been there. I've done that. So it's like, you know, I just, as long as you're there for them and you make it known, like, Hey, I'm here for you if you need me. And if you're going through a breakup, like take them out and don't judge them. I think that's, that's one of the things like with teenagers too, they end up closing out because you tend to judge them. Um, just listen to them. I think more than yeah, anything. Like, like if you're going through a breakup specifically, if whether you're a teenager or whether you're an adult now, mm-hmm. if you're going through a breakup, you just literally have to sit down and just breathe. And like I told who yeah. we were talking about at the time, I'm just like, you know what? Like just write down how they made you better and how they didn't make you so like, you know, not your best. And then just kind of analyze the situation. I know that we're emotional beings as women, but if you really just think about it logically, it's just, you know, Tomorrow, um, 30 days from now, three months from now, do you think that you're still going to be sad? Or do you think that, uh, I don't know. I remember you said, what you said was really good and came to mind right now when you you were like, you need to stop asking yourself, does he want to be with me? And start asking, do you want to be, be with, with him? him? Yeah. And I think that's a good question because sometimes we forget. So it's like what you were saying, like writing out a list of the pros about the relationship, the cons about the relationship, or the, you know, of everything you're going through and see, okay, like, am I actually happy in this? Could I not possibly, not that you're doing better with someone else, but could I be, be do better on my own? Yeah. Is, there, is it time for me to focus on my own? Yeah. And I, like, because I think that the more you ask yourself, am I worthy of someone? The, the less you feel like the more shitty you feel about yourself, yeah. the less worth you have. You need to ask yourself, are they worthy of me? Yeah. Right. And having that, that flip in the switch or whatever, that switch in the mindset will help you 
overall just in confidence in general because i think a lot of the times with females like we were talking about we're so nurturing we want to give and we want we forget that it's like it's not just about them it's not about the other person it's about us and how yeah. we're feeling you yeah. know um but just a little bit of a of advice for the younger crowd because yeah we were and if you have a, a daughter like you said yeah. make sure that whether you're with your husband or your baby daddy or you're not just make sure that they have a really good relationship because that's what I tell my husband all the time. I really want him and Mia to have such a strong bond, such a strong relationship where he gives, he fulfills that side of her that wants it to be like a fairy tale, like a Cinderella story. He brings her flowers. They go out and have dinner together where she has that male presence in her life that she doesn't need to go look for it in a boy. Right. And if she were to find a boy, that's completely fine, but she knows that she doesn't need him because yeah. she has her dad up until she doesn't need Eduardo anymore. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. I give Eduardo the whole fucking hard time. Oh my god! I love Eduardo. I love it. her husband. I love him. He's like my. He's literally like my brother. But we give each other a fucking hard time. All, All, right. Time. All the time. All right. Next one. So, I was. Me and Aureli were talking about this, and it made me talk. It made me think about a few things. So we're gonna talk about our significant others masturbating right now. Okay. And so the issue that we have, or that we talked about, was that. It's not necessarily that they do it. No. Right? Because mm -hmm. we get it. It's when the fuck do you have the time to fucking do it? Girl. <laughs> literally, I remember when I told Jazzy, I was like, oh my God, I need to tell you something. <laughs> and like, we're just walking. We go get something from her car. And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> and she's like, why? What happened? And I'm like, bro, last night, you know, I was... I was communicating with like, you know, we were do I was doing some business stuff. And I had to borrow, obviously, my husband's phone. And then I was like, you know what? I, I, I exit out of the app. So then I go up and I do app search. And then I see. Like the recent ones. The recent ones. And then I see an app. And obviously I click on it. And I'm like, why the f why, <laughs> why is he using this fucking app? So then I click on it. I click on the search history just to see what this app is about. And then obviously I see a bunch of shit that he's been looking up. I mean, obviously tastes. That he likes, like. <laughs> which is fine. Like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I don't tell him that he can't, like, whatever, to each their own. It doesn't matter. But I'm, like, thinking, it's, like, probably one in the morning. And I'm, like, this. Obviously, I'm laying down. And I'm, like, like grab the phone. I go, like, this. And I'm, like, when the fuck <laughs> does this motherfucker have time to fucking masturbate? <laughs> I'm, like, thinking, I'm, like, is it when he fucking goes to the restroom for two fucking hours and I'm over there trying to feed Mia, trying to calm her down because she wants to stand up and I want her to sit down. So while I'm over here taking care of our daughter and I'm over here like having a mental breakdown with trying to do it, that's he's over, he's over there jacking off yeah. to a big booty Latina. Yeah. And I'm over here in the freaking like, you like, know, I'm like, oh, you have head talking to your hair and you're like, what the I'm fuck? I'm like, half like this and half like this. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm just like, what the fuck? dude and if you know okay so <laughs> i thought i was gonna fucking listen to this shit and be like and i haven't jazz. even told him by the way he doesn't even know that i know oh and let me just finish with proceeding <laughs> i was so mad that i grabbed the phone and i threw it at his ass and he was asleep he was asleep and i turn around and i'm just laying on my side and he's like what the fuck is wrong with you and i'm like what and he's like what the fuck and i'm like charge your phone and he's like he's like are you fucking serious? And I'm like, I'm going to bed. 
like the whole time and he's half asleep with crust in his eyes like <laughs> dude that's the thing about really i mean they're different like she's the type that because i asked her i was like have you talked to him about it are you gonna say anything she's like no nah, fuck that i'm like hell no my ass would have been like pulling on his hair like wake the fuck up like i just i think if somebody said she wish you was telling me that i was cracking up okay and the thing is like what i'm about to say about Eduardo is Eduardo is one of those dudes like that 80% or 90% of dudes are that take a fucking long ass oh time in the bathroom. God. Like they just take a shitload. Of, he just takes a long ass time in the bathroom. So I told her earlier, I'm like, do you think maybe it's like when he's taking his shit, like he just says that he's taking his shit, but he just like, you know, jacks went off and then takes a shit. <laughs> like that's his like routine when he gets but home. Bro, like I hear him go. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, don't, I don't think so. Unless, unless, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Okay. It's just, I don't know when he does it. I'm not going to ask if he doesn't listen to this podcast then that's on him. I'm not going to ask yeah. more of the thing is just like, I'm over here struggling. Yeah. You know, Eduardo goes to work and then he comes home and I don't really try to bother him. But now I'm gonna fucking bother him. <laughs> I'm like, you, you need like, to hurry hurry up. spend 20 minutes. Come on, hurry up. I need yeah, to Yeah, like, I'm just, it's more of the, the when, when, the, the when do you have the yeah. time? Because I don't have the fucking time. Yeah. I want to have time, but well, I Well, that's don't. what I was thinking too, because for me, like, when Chris apparently hasn't masturbated in a while, and I, I don't mean like Chris. <laughs> Why is, are you pointing? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He hasn't masturbated in a while, right? But when he, Chris is a very sexual being. Like, I, I've, told you guys before on the podcast like he is one of those dudes that we have sex a lot like more than average people so it's like when he want like when i find out that he's still masturbating i'm like what the fuck i'm like i like it just makes me feel like and i don't know like i'm out there doing my lashes like when the fuck do you have the time well when like you're out there doing your lashes like and i just like i'm bored i'm like (laughs) that's exactly how he sounds like (laughs) I'm like bored or like when you're getting your nails done I'm like you know I'm just bored and I'm like why do you sound like a beach boy Chris I, does not sound good. <laughs> I don't know he like he's like I'm just boy. bored it's like okay you know what it would feel nice right now just like busting a nut and I'm like dude I don't think I've ever and I was thinking about this early I don't think I've ever ever been at home by myself and been like you know what would feel real nice right now just just come in right now just like letting one loose do you th- like the amount of time that it would take me to pull out my toy find the right fucking porn video because i don't have guys can search big booty latina or big whatever and it's quick they'll find something i gotta like do you or, it's, or certain females or, or certain, i have to like there's not like i'm not one of those girls that like finds any one dude like super attractive like no, i don't i can't even like think that. about someone like that so, like, I would have to find the perfect video. I need to look at the storyline. Do I like the storyline? Is it getting me going? Sometimes I have to look for five damn stupid videos. But you know what's so fucking annoying, too? You know how we were at my house and we were talking about what our types would be if we weren't with each other? Yeah. How Chris and Eduardo can just really just do anything. Oh. They, they don't have, like, a certain... Oh, like, like a certain type? A certain type, so that's why it's easy for them to also no, find something. No, that's true. Yeah, because, I mean... Yeah, like it's literally like they're so easy. They're, with girls, it's not like that. So I'm saying like, it would take me a good thirty minutes to just set up, to just set up <laughs> the <laughs> fucking mood. Because it's still in my head, I'm like, I could be doing the laundry. I need to be doing Dude, this. Yeah, you think I need ahead. To be doing that. Yeah, I'm like, if you are a female that does like this, like, because I was trying to think. I'm like, if, is there women who are married who are married? Right, like me and you. 
who masturbate, who have sex with their significant other and enjoy having sex with their significant other, but still masturbate. And if there are, please message me and tell me how you do it. (laughs) Like, where do you find the time? Because I just don't, I don't have the time. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I, I have the time to do it. I just don't understand. I don't. I, and the issue that we were talking about, and I'm sure that's the issue with a lot of, I mean, some girls just don't like their significant other masturbating. It's like, like, it's almost like, it might be a little bit of like envy that it's like, you have the time and you have the fucking, like, you have the, not only the time, but you're able to do it so fast. It's like, it's kind of like, a, like sometimes I'm like just mad about it. Yeah. I'm mad that he's able to, like, I'm just yeah. like. And I think that's what I'm also mad about. I'm just mad. <laughs> I'm just mad. <laughs> but I mean, I guess oh. I let out a little bit whenever I threw. The, like, I let out a little. That's why I don't think I talked to him about it because it felt really good to a throw the bone at him. I think my, my thing is like with Chris is like, can you let me know that you are doing it because then I can do it. Girl, no. <laughs> I'm. I'm just like you could do whatever you want. The thing for me is mostly the time. I'm not like that with Eduardo. Like I used to be. I think I grew out of that. Like. I mean, obviously we've, we've had our, our ups and downs, but I mean, I think I just, I just don't really care about it because yeah. you know, something that I do remember is something that you told me that Chris told you, uh-huh. which was that, you know, sometimes they, it's not that they don't want to, they don't want to all the time to nut. They don't yeah. want to, but sometimes they just need to, like right, it's, right. Yeah, it's yeah. something that they need to do. So in my head, I'm like, you know, I mean, me, I'm married and I have a baby, so obviously sometimes we don't have the time yeah. to like, you know, he gets home tired. We go to the gym, we come home, he takes a shower. By the time that he's in bed, I'm already asleep. So sometimes we don't find the time all the time. So I think maybe that's why I, I don't care. But even before me, I came around, I, I didn't really care. Yeah. But it's more of the, where do you find the time? Because the time that you're taking, regardless if it's fast or not, is some time that you could help me whenever you get home. And I can just focus a little bit on myself or like maybe just get something done really fast. Like put the laundry in there without having to like, put Mia down or whatever. And that way she can always have his presence around because he's mostly gone all day. And then he goes to the gym and then he comes home. So he only has a little bit of time. So that's why. That's that's why you're mad. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, what did this guy do? What did this little dude? And then I was cracking up, dude. I was like, I threw the phone at him. I was like, oh my God, you're such a And granted, it's the second time I do it. (laughs) So you, I'm just going to get you a shirt that says like, I throw phones Phones. or some shit I was like, like, caution, I throw phones everywhere. Anyways, okay. So next thing that girls wanted to know was birth control. I don't, are you on birth control right now? I'm not on birth control. Yeah, we. I'm anti birth control. I'm anti birth control after my psychotic episode. Yeah, what? Which one? Well, I wasn't psychotic. Oh, I was like, what? Like, I, I felt like I was getting there though. I was just, yeah, I no. would never do that. No. Like, it was a time. It was a not a dark time, but I was very emotional. Me and Dora were having a lot of issues because of the way that I was being. So I just, I, I. Birth control is just fucking, dude. I mean, you know, recently I wasn't on birth control, but you guys know I was working with, or I am working with Transcend and they put me on progesterone and that is like a type of birth control. And she was like, you're not yourself. Like Aureli was the first one that pointed out. She's like, you are not okay, Jasmine. Like you're not the same Jasmine like that you've been before. Like you need to get the fuck off of that. And I was like, okay, just give me like till the end of the month. Like I was like pushing it and pushing it because I didn't want to just, quit it but then i just got to one day where i was like literally like that i had like an episode and i was like fuck this shit i'm not taking it anymore and then literally within like a week or two i felt so much better yeah no i mean honestly like it it 
you're putting something that doesn't go in your body in your body and and to each their own people like to i mean they also say you have to find the right birth control for right. you but i feel like all the hormones that you're that you're putting in your system to inhibit the ones that are in your system i feel like i it it honestly doesn't you're not yourself and you don't notice it and and like like you you were like more um i feel like you were getting like really depressed yeah and like you're in your head a lot and you don't it's really hard to see the brighter days. It's yeah. really, really hard for you to be positive because your mental state is just like, imagine like, like you're doing this all the time in your brain, but you don't notice it and yeah. you're trying to figure it out and you just can't unless somebody tells you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, to each their own. Like I have friends who have been with control for years and it's mm -hmm. worked great. If it works great and you find the right one for you. Great. But from our experiences, like I just, I'm one of those people, like if I, you know thankfully we haven't gotten pregnant knock on wood but if i knew like okay chris is very fertile or i'm very fertile and we absolutely were like okay we don't ever want kids like this is why we want birth control whatever like i would just get him to get a vasectomy or something like if yeah. i was that worried about it right yeah. i'm just at that like that's what i believe in and then putting stuff in my body just because i don't know like it's just the the what I've taken, I've done the the fucking Nuva ring. I've done the pills. I've done the um the what is the little vagina insert, Kybella, whatever. I've I done did Nexplanon, which is the implant that you put on your on oh, your shit. arm. Yeah. So I did it on the left. It was fine. I was on it for like three years, and then I put it on my right hand, and I don't know what the fuck happened. I when I transferred it to my right, I just I was depressed. Like I wouldn't come out of my room. Damn. Like I was. I would cry for like three weeks. Yeah. It was really bad. I don't know what, the, I guess, I don't know what I happened. wonder what the difference in the arm, did you ever ask? Well, whenever I was in U of H, I, we did a study um, where like, it's different. Like, I yeah. guess where it, both, it, you would think it would be the same, yeah. but it's not, but it's not, it's not at all. Okay. Like it just, it, it affects your, your body completely different. It, damn. Which is crazy. weird. Yeah. But yeah, so I just, I did the next blood on. I mean, people had, po I had a positive experience for the first three years and then the next year I took it off. Yeah. I couldn't handle it anymore. I just think do what's best for you. And yeah. I feel like don't let your doctor push you into it. Cause I had mm. so, all my doctors that put one in me on birth control push it on me. Okay. And I get the reasoning, but like do what's best for you. I, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. No, like I'm not doing it. Like you're the one that can control your body, not anyone else. And like, you're the one that's having to go through the depression episodes, the weight gain, the fucking like water, Retain, your, like right. retainment, a bunch of yeah, water. Yeah, like it, you're the one dealing with it, not them, not anyone else and no one. Don't like, do it for your partner. Yeah. Don't do it for your partner. If you can handle it and if you have a really bad reaction to it, be off of it and they're just going to have to figure it out yeah. because it's your health over everything. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I just, and, and thankfully, like, I don't know, I and our friend group and everyone we were around, we, we were around like very supportive women. So I would hope that no one in your like friend group is trying to make you feel some sort of way yeah. or type of way or feel bad about not being on birth control. You got to do what's best for you because you're the only one looking out for yourself. You are the only one that knows what you're going through and birth control might not be for you. And like, it might, you know, you might have to try different ones. If you're trying to go through that route, I just didn't want to go through that route of trying to find the right one, go through all these months of just like ups and downs. I just didn't want to go through that. So I'm not on it. She's not on it. And that's our advice on it. Yeah. All right. Um, being into someone who is not available. What is your take on that? Okay, girl. I, how, why is he not available? <laughs> because like, I mean, if he's married, if he has a girlfriend, 
why are you into them? Yeah. I just, I mean, if they're not available because they're in a different path in their life and they're trying to focus on themselves and they're not emotionally available, then okay. But if they're, I think this question is more because they're not available. Yeah, they're because married, they're married or yeah. with somebody. They would be available if they wanted to be with you. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Because, I mean, what else would be a reason? I think everything else would be just, just an excuse. Yeah. I just think, like you said, even emotionally or whatever available, like, don't put, don't put yourself, don't put yourself through that. If someone is not available, whether it's because they're married or not available emotionally, like, why the fuck are you doing? Don't, like, that is the number one self-sabotage thing you could do for yourself. Yes. Why? it's already going to end up being a disaster. And I understand there's like a thrill to it. There's this challenge, right? You're like, oh my God, he's married, but he does look, he want to be with me. No, if he wants to be with you, he's going to be with you. And if he's cheating on his wife, honey, he's going to cheat on you. you too. He's going to keep on cheating on his wife. He, he is not leaving that wife. Okay. No, he he hasn't before and he's not going to do it with you. Nope. So, and if he does leave her, it's because she left him first. So she, they won't do it. Men, I feel like immature men, they get bored very easily. Um, or they probably, depending on whatever they're going through their life, they, they get bored. They think that they're just going to find something exciting out there, which is the 80, 20 rule that we talked about last mm -hmm. time. So, you know, your wife has 80% of what you have, but you store, you're missing that 20% and you're willing to sabotage that 20% to just go find it somewhere else. But that person doesn't have the 80. So that's yeah. why you stay with your wife. Mm -hmm. And then you keep your 20 around yeah. because she wants to stay around. Mm -hmm. So my advice as far as trying to get with a man or trying to wait on a man that's not emotionally available is one, you're wasting your time. Two, if he hasn't already left his significant other, he won't because he knows that you're waiting for them. Right. So then they get comfortable that you're always going to be around. Three, I feel like it's really bad for your self-esteem because eventually you're just not going to think that you're good enough. Right. You're always them. number two. You're always number two. You're always going right. to feel second. And he will always treat you like you're second, whether you think that that's happening or not. Yeah. Because he's still with his wife. He still goes home to her at the end of the night or his girlfriend. He still texts them. He still messages them. Regardless, you're always on his second. You're on his list. Second you're on, on his second list. on yeah. his list. It's like what you said. Like, you may think that, oh, he's his tensions on me, but... He's still texting the wife. He's still checking uh, in on Yeah, him. like he's still there. And so we we're just saying that in that case, if they're married. If they're or, married or have know, a girlfriend. Or yeah. have a girlfriend. Like even if they have a girlfriend, like it's like, dude, if they're not breaking up with their girlfriend, you're just a booty call at that point. Yeah. So it's like you, I know the thrill can be exciting. The challenge can be exciting. The what ifs can be exciting. But I feel like that's the number one thing to self-sabotage yourself and just go through like an intense heartbreak so insecurity insecurity like overall loss of time yeah loss of time like don't put yourself through that honestly like i it's no. and they're if they're emotionally unavailable if that's what they were talking about i feel like someone that's emotionally unavailable yeah maybe you guys can further along down the road get together but right now he's not thinking about being in a relationship and there's no reason why you should wait yes. for this person until he's ready because that's you wasting your time. So my best advice would be you do you, you can still text them. You can still be in communication with him. But as far as you completely saving yourself for this person, I don't think it's worth it because that's a loss of time that you're never going to get back. What if he's not ready for you until 10 years from now? That's what if he's never ready for you at all? At all. Yeah. What if he finds like, somebody else down yeah. the road that he is emotionally available for? Yeah. Men are just so, 
they're rare they're very complicated species yeah but i think we as women sometimes can be like because sometimes men can be like i'm not emotionally unavailable for you but we we leak like there's women that just leech that just okay well you're not but i still want to be there but it's like he's telling you he's not emotionally Emotionally available for you yeah so it's like why are you being so persistent like don't be that type of female and then you get heartbroken whenever he finds somebody and you're like oh my god i waited for you and they're like well i never told you to yeah i didn't owe you anything and it's true like as as much as dick move that is if they were honest with you about not being emotionally available or that they don't want a relationship with right now yeah You're just not the one, honey. As no. hard as that may sound, you're just not the one. Yeah, no. Move on, Move on, you know? All right, so how to keep sex interesting after so many years. I don't know how you do it. Role play. You, oh, you do do role play. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. You know? Yeah, I mean, it buys me outfits, and we just Like, wait, 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 okay. Like, do, does he buy you, like, theme-inspired outfits or just, like, lingerie? Um, it's lingerie, but then also like theme inspired. Like I have a student one. Oh my I gosh, have... you're cute. I would what not see Eduardo of... being like this. Oh dude, no. Eduardo's you like that? He's okay, like... no, I don't need to know how freaking <laughs> Eduardo's like that. No, yeah, it's like that or like I mean like um like lingerie or not even lingerie, but it's like the long pieces that have holes, like oh, okay, like yeah. those just like just Okay. It's just stuff like that. And I mean I feel like you have to experiment. I just, I don't like experimenting with my butt. No. <laughs> okay, I just, I can't. I just thinking about it gets me tense. I get in a bad mood. I'm just not there yet. I'll get there one day. But just not, that's his biggest thing right yeah. now. It's like he, he really, I'm like, no. No. No, but as far as everything else, I feel like it's just role playing. I feel like, I feel also like it would be like spontaneous. I feel like, like one day if you're just in the kitchen, just fucking have sex in the kitchen. Yeah. Have sex on the couch, have sex on the floor, have yeah. sex in the car. Like make it. Spicy, yeah, like spontaneous, spontaneous like yeah. just where you're like you're about to go out and you're already ready and they just do it there. That's why she's an hour late. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh God. No, but you're right. Like I think I used to be so uptight about like like oh I just got ready I don't want to have sex or oh this and that and then like Chris like had to have a conversation with me and he's like you're being really uptight like. We are only able to have sex like on your ter- like, like not really on your terms, but you it has to be at the end of the day or this and that. He's like, you just need to be a little bit more spontaneous. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it, you're right. Like, so be more spontaneous. He's like buying like outfits. We don't role play. We don't. I, I I've <laughs> tried role playing like you're a like stripper. oh yeah. <laughs> I just crack up. I can't. I feel like he can't take me serious. Like, but I do. I am very spontaneous. Like sometimes I'll just you know like and it has to come like a natural thing but sometimes like i'll just really want to suck his dick and i'll suck his dick or like you know just like that like it'll just be i try to do spontaneous things he'll buy me like lingerie and i think it's so fun when your significant other buys you lingerie so yeah. just maybe like ask them to maybe they didn't even know that that's an option but ask them to and then wear it to dinner like don't have sex that day and then like put it out he knows you're wearing it to dinner it'll make dinner so much fun it'll make the car ride home so much fun and then when you get home you're like so ready to have sex yeah it's yeah the best. build build the it's a build you, it's like a build up yeah like you build up the fucking what is it called like the i can't think of the word uh what am i looking for the sexual yeah, tension, the tension yeah, yeah build yeah, up the tension you, you build up the tension so doing that um you know we incorporate toys in our you know i mean you know that i've incorporated toys yeah, I, she has a whole closet full of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> 
<laughs> you come into my house and I have a it's whole, a whole wall. wall. Oh my god. Uh, eventually, that's what I want. Uh, no, but uh, just doing that, and then like we don't do we do butt stuff, but we don't do anal, and, and I think that's every dude. I don't know. I don't know what it is about the. Butthole. I think it's the fact that they, the that fact they, that they can't, can't, yeah, and they just want to. Like, okay, yes, we've done it, Chris. Thank you for announcing it. We've done it. <laughs> what? <laughs> we've done it. Um, but it's not a like a, a typical thing in our sex life. But um, no, it I gets me in a bad mood. It puts you in a bad. It puts you in a bad, in a bad mood. I mean, I think I have to be in the right headspace to even like want to. But it's not like, it has to be like, hey, we can try it today. And it's like twice a year. But it's not like, a, oh, expectation. Damn, Chris is lucky. Chris is lucky. Twice a year. Twice a year. <laughs> Damn, baby. <laughs> you have it good. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's like us. But anyways, like just making things spontaneous. Like, cause uh, I mean, that was the number one thing I got a lot from you girls is like, how do you keep you know sex fun i feel like girls think also like you have to be in bed all the time that you you have to dress up for him in bed but no like if he's watching tv like guys i mean i guess it depends like how their testosterone levels are or whatever they're going through in life but i feel like mostly all of them want sex all the time so if they're watching tv and your kids are asleep just go over there and pull down his pants. He's not going to stop you. Yeah, he's not, he's not going to stop you. Yeah. So you just do that. And then it just turns into like this very intense, heated yeah. sex, wherever the fuck you are. It feels Yeah, good. and I think like being comfortable with your partner, not being embarrassed. Like, yeah. Oh, I think you, that's I think that's number one. Yeah, I'm like, if you're married or if that's your partner, like that's your partner. You should not be embarrassed around that person. Like, And I think that was the number one thing with me too because my mom grew up like, old timey and she would be like <gasps> like all this and like she started making me feel like some type of way about my body so I was a little bit more embarrassed and then when I when Chris and I got more comfortable with each other and even like just older I was like you know what fuck it like I need a why am I embarrassed of my husband like that's my husband he can fucking look at me up and down open up my life whatever like because you know back in the day you know <laughs> we've talked about it with your mom She's oh like, yeah oh no Dios <laughs> mio, no oh my god no <laughs> i'm like i was like goofing around with the rallies mom i'm like are you serious She's like i no que vergüenza like oh my god no i'm like my mom is the exact same way and i'm like oh no mom i'm like open up legs and say, no <laughs> like you want to be comfortable with your partner that's the yeah. whole point of being with your partner so it's like and I think also asking them, like if, if if you're not comfortable with them, you you could ask a guy and I mean, depending on what kind of relationship you have with them, they'll tell you what they would want to do. Yeah. And then you just start telling them that you're okay with that. And then yeah. he'll buy you, if he doesn't buy you lingerie already, he'll start buying you lingerie yeah. because he knows that you're open to it. And maybe your husband or your significant other doesn't know that, that you're okay with that. Yeah. So 100%. Just communication. Just communication about what you want. And, you know, because yeah. I think... You know, for us, like, it's not like, okay, yeah, you're not going to, your husband's not always going to buy you the outfits and stuff, but lingerie is different. They want, I'm sure they'll want to buy you lingerie, but you know, they don't know that that's an option. So just, it's always about communicating too. But like really said, like, yeah, sometimes I'll just walk butt ass naked and I know like no matter what he's doing, he's going to he's going to want to have sex. So yeah. it's just being spontaneous, doing things you're not out of your you know, comfort yeah, zone. Yeah. Out of well. your comfort zone. Yeah. And you're not really like, it's not, don't build a routine that it's like, okay, after the shower on the bed, like don't make it like that. And also big plus music. I don't know if you guys, I like, love music. music. Honestly, nowadays, unless like, we're having a quickie, we always put on music. We yeah. have like a whole playlist. It builds like this. I don't know, like this, 
like, I don't it know just makes it. it better. Like this connection is better. Yeah. Like it makes the mood. It's all about the mood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It does the right setting. For yeah. It. You want to. You and do. sometimes like, it's also like, I don't know, like it goes from you just having sex to like making love. It yeah, it does. Depends. It 100% yeah. does. And I just, you want to have music like, cause if, especially you have your dogs or whatever, like you don't want to be listening to like, I don't want to be listening to Hermes snoring <laughs> and then Chris's breath on me, like whatever, like not that it's a bad thing, but it's like, if you have the music, it's just like, it's a whole vibe. Right. Yeah. So just setting up the place, like we have our Alexa right next to our bedroom or, you know, we'll put the playlist on their phone or whatever, but yeah, just being spontaneous and you know, setting the mood and... And your husband doesn't always have to do that for you. You know, yeah. he doesn't always have to be the one that initiates it, that makes the mood. You can make the mood. I remember when Eduardo would go out of town, he would come into town. I rented a hotel. I would put, like, flower petals. I would set the mood and I would do that for him. Yeah. Be because that's what I... I like to do that. Like, yeah. that's what turns me on, that I, I want to do things that he likes most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> I remember, all I think it was last year for Chris's birthday, like, I set it up. And then I even put a butt plug, but we didn't use a butt plug. <laughs> you were like, fuck yeah, thank God. <laughs> I was like, nah, man. This is just like a little, good. it's just for you to put it's a just smile for you on to get your excited. face. But nothing happened. I was like, nah. All right. Okay. So another one someone asked was, is marriage worth it? Because people are divorcing left and right. I definitely think that marriage is a choice. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's for everybody. Because like I said earlier, you choose you at the end of the day. Like you, like I said, you grow up with your partner. So, I mean, even now I feel like we're growing up. Yeah. I feel like we're still not where we are going to be or where I don't think that we're developed all the way yet. I think we still have a lot to learn. But I feel like you choose to be with your partner at the end of the day. I yeah. think that's, and I don't think that everybody's like that. I think a lot of people are very selfish and they're not a team and it's really easy to get lost even when you're married when to be to stay a team but it's the choosing them at the end of the day like you like that's your best friend that's the person that you know out of the whole world that you wouldn't do what you do for them for anyone else right and i mean obviously i think people sometimes it's a hard choice uh, to get a divorce sometimes it's easy sometimes it's really hard but I feel like if you stop choosing your partner at the end, that's why. So my biggest advice to people that are going to get married is, are you committing to this person for the rest of your life by meaning that you're going to choose them when shit gets hard? If there's a, if they cheat on you, are you going to choose them at the end of the day? Because that's very important. If um, they make a lifestyle choice that you're not okay with, are you going to choose them at the end of the day? You know, sometimes you both don't, uh, want the same things like for, for me for example Dorda wanted a business and I wanted a house but I sacrificed me wanting to get a house so we can start up the business that he's always wanted and sometimes it gets really hard to choose that at the end of the day to choose and support him every single time I mean we were just talking about this the other day with you guys but it's a choice that I'm okay with making at the end because I know it makes him happy and sometimes I have to get reminded but I don't <clears throat> I don't get the easy way out i don't i don't try to say oh you know what like i'm done i'm just, i'm just gonna leave because i can't put up with this anymore right. no but i think you're right i think marriage isn't for everyone no. i will say that i don't think it's for everyone um marriage is not easy i will say that if you are anyone who's single and thinking about marriage the number one thing i could say that people um do or make a mistake is <clears throat> they get married without fully knowing their partner 
Like there are so many people who do not know how to communicate with their partner, who literally do not know who they're marrying. They think they know who they're marrying, but have no fucking clue. Or they have this um, false image of who they're marrying because that's who they want their partner to be, but their partner is not like that. Exactly. So it's like, you want to make sure that that person that you're going to marry or be with, you know, you know who the fuck they are. You know, thankfully, you know, we grew up with our person. So even though that's a very hard thing to do because we could have easily grown apart, we chose to grow together. And so we have taken all these years to grow together and to get to know each other. It is very different if I was single now and find a man now to get to know them, to get to know their deepest self is going to be very hard. But I think that's what the issue is that a lot of people don't take the time, ask the right questions, really look at the ugly parts. Like, look at the ugly parts of the other person. Be like, do I want... Make the time yeah, to get to Do I them. want these... Am I going to be okay with these ugly parts about these, this person? Because it is not always rainbows and sunshines. Mm. And I will say this. I know there, I know there's so many couples divorcing. Um, I actually just had a therapy session about this because... I've been married for 11 years. No, I've been together for 12 years. Sorry. I've been married for seven years. Yes, (laughs) seven years. Chris is looking at me like, Uh, (laughs) and I, marriage has been hard this year in the sense of what's been around me. And I was talking about this with my therapist because I'm like, everywhere I go and everything I see is couples being unfaithful to each other in movies and movies in shows and everything and i literally broke it was literally last month i broke down crying to my therapist because i'm like what what is happening like i almost feel like marriage isn't a thing like i'm waiting like is it going to end at some point like what what is happening and she's like first of all who who are you surrounding yourself with and thankfully i'm i am surrounded with Aurelie and Eddie, you know, they have a strong marriage. I have other friends in strong relationships. But outside of my my, my close circle, everyone else is constantly cheating. Or I know that they cheated or whatever. So it's like, it makes all these, it makes me question everything. Because it makes you question loyalty. And so, you know, then I was watching these shows and I'm like, what the fuck? Like everyone's cheating on everyone. Like it, it the makes Adam it, Levine scandal. Yeah, it makes it seem like it's okay to cheat nowadays, right? And it's okay, right? It's it's okay that everyone's gonna cheat at some point, and it's okay. And my therapist was like, "No, you need to like when you start seeing shit like that, turn off the TV, change the channel, do whatever, because what you're surrounding yourself with, and what you're watching, and what you're listening to is going to affect your thoughts, and it's going to affect the way that you feel. What do you value?" And I was like. That's why I told you guys last week on the the episode that we talked about. Values are so important. What do you value? And I was like, well, I value Chris and I value my marriage. Exactly. That's all the thing that you have to care about is that you value your marriage and you value Chris. Everything else, all the outside noise, fuck it. If there's something that you're watching that it's not based on your fucking value, don't watch it. And I was like, no, you're right. Because everything that we're looking at right now It's questioning what we value, what we think. And it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying like you have to be like, oh, well, that person doesn't think what that doesn't think the same way that I think. So fuck that person. No, it just means that you're you're not going to take that route. That's not the route that you want. Doesn't mean that, you know, you're judging them in any way or whatever, but it's not what you want. Um, But it is very easy to be like. 
oh fuck, well, marriages nowadays don't last. And you know, like what's the point of marriage because no one is faithful and you know, social media makes it every time, 10 times harder on everyone, right? Because there is so much out there. There's so much. And like what you said, your wife, your significant other is 80%, but there's still that 20%, right? Mm -hmm. There's still something missing. And the first thing that comes up is lust, right? You, you, you build in this, it could be texting, it could be in person, you get this lust or you, you start getting these feelings that you haven't felt in a long time, especially with, if you're with someone for such a long time and it's easy to fall into that, right? It's easy to be like, well, let me give in, right? But the important thing is that you take a step back and be like, no, I'm not going to give into that. It's normal to feel that way. And it's normal. It's, it's, we're humans. Okay. We're going to feel feelings for other people and it's okay. And like I talked about last week on the episode, not one person is going to be all for you. Like they can't be all for you. That's why you have friends. And sometimes you'll have, if you're a female, it's okay to have male friends as long as you don't cross that line. But I will say this, I, marriage is not the easiest, but it's been the best thing for me. I love it. I love that I'm married to my best friend. I love that, you know, we've, we both have taken the time to work on ourselves and, and on relationship. And like, it's at the end of the day, we choose each other. I would not do anything or let shit slide. Like I do with Chris, you know, yeah. and I don't even let shit slide, but like, you wouldn't put up with half the shit. Half you the have, shit yeah. yeah. Because I, I love him and I yeah. choose him and I want him. And thankfully, you know, it's not like we don't have like, like, crazy shit that I have to deal with. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, we both get our moods and he's very complete opposite than I am, you know? So sometimes it can be hard in our relationship, but I choose him at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So don't think that, you know, it might not be for you and that's okay. It's okay if marriage isn't for you, but don't let society make you believe that you can't be faithful or your partner can't be faithful to you because that is not the case. And I also feel like don't let society make you think that there's divorce rates that are really high. I mean, yes, because, but you also have to think about where they married for a long time, where, where was, you know, there's different scenarios that happen. I feel like there is a lot of strong marriages out there. I feel like marriage is still something that you could achieve with the right person. Yeah. But like you said, try to really get to know them. Yeah. And ask the ask the hard questions while you're dating. Even right now, if you've been dating somebody for seven years and he still hasn't popped a question, ask the hard questions before you say yes. Because after what after that, you know, it, it gets hard because then marriage is something that you're like, oh, I'm married now. Yeah. And this leads me to the next question because apparently a lot of you girls were asking. And I think this is a question that everyone wants an answer to. And they want different people's opinions, but you're the only one that's going through it, so no one can really help you and it's cheating is cheating okay would you forgive your significant other if they cheated Oof. and i know you want an answer i know like you're like well so and so like my man cheated on me do you think he'll do it again i don't know like i don't know like i i truly believe there's an there's a therapist her name is esther perel if you're going through cheating look her up okay she states that cheating isn't black and white, which I agree. I don't think there's one way of cheating. There's multiple ways of cheating. There's multiple scenarios of cheating. There's cheating where, you know, is emotional. There's cheating where you guys weren't even fucking talking to, to each other for months. Not that that's an excuse, but you weren't prioritizing your partner. He wasn't prioritizing you. He fucked up or you fucked up. And then the relationship can be saved. You know, there's a lot of different scenarios. And I know it's quick to be like, nah, fuck him or fuck her. I would never forgive it. But when you're in the relationship, when you're in it, it's different. I don't know how you feel. I mean, I know it's, e I, 
I know it's the best thing to say is now fuck him. I would divorce him. Right. And that's what we would think we would do. Yeah. But I think personally, it would all depend on the how on the scenario and what exactly happened in the cheating. Because I do think that I do think everyone makes mistakes. Everyone fucking makes mistakes. I'm like you said earlier, nobody's perfect. No one's perfect. But I do think that there's a lot that goes into cheating and it depends on it all depends on what you're willing. Are you can you move past it? Because if you can't move past it, then it doesn't matter what the fuck anyone else thinks. If you can't move past someone cheating on you emotionally through a text or whatever, then you just need to leave that person because your relationship will never get stronger. The question you have to ask yourself is, can I move past this? And do I really think that my, my, my partner is being genuine when they're saying it will never happen again? Because like I said, I think there's different scenarios. Yeah, and I think it also goes down to how well do you know your partner? Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to that. If he cheated on you once, how well do you know him? Do you have the confidence that he's not going to do it again? And if you do, then I think depending on where you're at with your relationship, if you still want to be with this person, then yes, forgive this person because you know that they're not going to do it again. Now, if you think that they're going to do it again, then I, it's really a, a decision that you have to make, which goes back all the way to when we were talking about with this person. Sit down and see how this make, relationship makes you better and how it doesn't and see if you want to be with this person and don't think about it. Because I think sometimes also what gets in a lot of people's head is like an ego thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, they cheated on me. Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I told myself I would never forgive them. Or like, like how- Because the is first this- thing you do is think about yourself. Yeah, and yeah. then you compare. And mm-hmm. then you're just like, how is this person? And then you start like- thinking, how is this person better than me? Like, what is he like about her that I don't have? And then you just start going down into this deep hole where you start comparing yourself to this person and then you can't get out. So if you are going through something like that, then you need to separate, not break up, not divorce, but separate, give each other space and then, you know, reflect on everything that's happened. And if you think that you can still choose him, which goes back to the marriage, what we're talking about, if you think that you can still choose him every day, then do that. And if you need time to get over it, then give them that space for them to get over it. Cause they're going to, you're going to come back to them, but they also need to have the confidence that you're going to come back to them. Right. And I think like, there's so many scenario guys, like there's like, you know, he ate, he like was having a whole different affair. That's a whole different cheating. And I'm just saying he, right. It's a whole different thing. Like if, if your significant other has been cheating on you with this person for a year, that's different than your significant other got drunk at a bar and fucked a girl one night that's two different type of cheating so that's what i'm saying like cheating is not black and white there's not one i'm not saying cheating is okay but there's not just one way of cheating so it's like you have to ask yourself what you're willing to you know i guess not even put i hate to say put up with but what you can get over can i forgive this person and move on and be like truly forgive where can i still trust where you can't like where you know that you're not going to throw, like you're truly going to get past this. It's not going to get brought up again. It's not going to get thrown in your face because you're truly getting past it. And honestly, I feel like also if if you choose to forgive someone, I think it just makes you stronger. Right. I really do. I feel like this is something that not it doesn't happen in every marriage. It is probably one of the one number one reasons for why people get divorced. But I feel like if you're able to get past cheating, I feel like you're unbreakable past that and i will say this because i actually heard this from someone recently um you and your significant other aren't the same person okay you and that's something that like i've had to understand 
So what you put up with and what they put up with might be completely different. So you have to fucking make sure in your heart that if you are going to put up with something, you don't think that if you were to do it, they would put up with it too. Because let's say you cheat, right? And they put up with it. They might cheat and you not put up with it or vice versa. They cheated and you put up with it. You went through hell and back for them. But you're like, you know what? I would never forgive you. Like you have to make sure that what you're choosing is what you truly want in your heart, not based on what you think the other person would do. Because I think a lot of the situation, like I actually did see someone say this on TikTok that was like, oh, uh, my my boyfriend cheated on me a while ago. Um, he just came forward. What What should I do? And someone was like, well, just tell him that you did the same and see what his answer would be. I mean, and that, 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 that's kind of a that's toxic trait. Yeah, like... But it's see, a good one. But it's a good one. You can yeah. see, like, okay, is he going to forgive me or is he not going to forgive me? Because just because you forgave that person doesn't mean that that person would forgive you. Because I yeah. know a lot of people who are like, nah, she put up with a lot of my shit, but I would never put up with that shit. That's and it's how like, I, I have family like that. You don't want to be like that either. No. That's And that's something that you have to communicate with your significant other too. So just make sure that the decisions that you choose are what you would want what you truly want and not based on what you think the other person would choose and i feel like after you forgive somebody you know there's always going to be that question oh my god is he going to do it again but that's why you have to be really really certain within yourself that you forgive this person you can't i think another thing for females also it's really hard that you think that you can control everything and you can't so if you're really thinking is this person going is is my significant other going to cheat on me again that's something that you really have once the cheating starts it's something that you really have to take into perspective like you can't control him he might do it again he might not do it again but it's up to you if you're gonna want to be with that person and go through the roller coaster again if you feel like you're brave enough to do that and if you do then i feel like you know forgiveness is where you need to go but you can't control him if he's gonna do it again then you're gonna have to go in go into that thinking that he's going like that he might do it again Good. yeah you, but you can't you know it, like you said there's no certainty but it's 50 50 chance yeah you have to be okay with your decision yeah you have to be 100 percent. and another thing is i don't think that you should throw it in their face no you can't you no, can't, no 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 that's you, the thing with cheating like if you're gonna forgive you can't if you want to forgive and you want your relationship to work relationship to work the past is i think a lot of people they still go back to the past and they go back to the past and they go back to the past. Because they never, they were never okay with their decision in the beginning. They yeah. went, they went in like 50, 30, yeah. like that they forgive them and then they, they didn't. No, you can't throw that shit back in their face. If you truly forgive someone, you can't throw shit back in their yeah. face. Because your relationship will never get for it. You, you'll never move no, forward. No, you'll be stuck in the same thing. You'll remind him about what he did. You'll go through the trauma every single time you bring it up. Yeah. So why do that? Yeah. All right, guys, I know that was a, a deep one, but okay, last one. It'll be a fun one. All right. What are ladies doing in regards to pubic hair right now? <laughs> I'm all clean, okay? I get Sometimes. lasered. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're like, I've seen you in every uh, I am completely clean. I am doing my second round of, or like, I did laser two years ago and I'm doing it again, but now I'm doing it full body. So I like to be clean. Chris prefers clean. Everyone has a preference, right? Like dudes, I, to be honest, like I'm married. I, I, if Chris was like, I like a strip, then I would leave a strip for him. Like I, at the end of the day, he's the one that's down there most of the time. I'm just wiping my, my vagina when I pee, but it, you know, he likes it clean. So I keep it clean and I always keep it clean just because now with like OnlyFans and stuff like that, I just 
My kitty cat's always clean. Según. Según. <laughs> What about yours? Um, well, I used to wax before I had Mia. Oh, yeah, yeah. You used to I, fucking wax. Hell no, that shit. Oh, it's just God. one. Look, okay, waxing has a lot of negatives, but it's just one part that's like super sensitive. Nah. I just bite my shirt and then I just do it. Like, they just do it. But I mean, I, I really did, did, did like to, to get a wax. I mean, I, I obviously felt more clean. Yeah. But now with Mia and me having to go and do all that shit, like on top of my everyday stresses, I don't want to fucking stress about going to go get waxed. So I just shave. You just shave. Yeah. I just shave. And it's, and it's annoying, but I don't let it grow out past the point where it's too freaking long. <laughs> you can't and then shave. it's just freaking hard. No, like I, I wax like every, I think once a week. You shave? I shave. Yeah. I don't, not wax, sorry. Yeah. Once a week. I shave. Yeah. yeah, no, I just have too thick. My hair is like, no, your hair is laser thick. has helped so much. Cause I mean, I still have to shave girls, but it's like my hair is so much thinner now. Hey, Chris, before. Chris used to go down there and he would come up with a bunch of scratches. <laughs> God, no, it was a bad thing. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. He was bleeding. <laughs> I can't with you right now. Oh my God. No, but I used to get a lot of like razor burn and I fucking hated that. It was always uh, itchy. So laser has really, dude, I know everyone's like, oh, laser so hurts so bad. You go every fucking six weeks. It's a little bit of pain for a lifetime of results and it's worth it if you have really thick hair. I'm just going to say that. It's so worth it if you have thick hair. You don't yeah. have to wax. You just shave and it's very thin. Um, but yeah, that's what, I mean, do you. Like, I think every girl's different and depending, I mean, I don't, wouldn't diss a girl because she doesn't shave or she, you know. I mean, you can't like, even tell half of the time. You know, like, do whatever you want. I mean, there's no, there's not, I don't think vagina hair is something that comes in, like, there's not a trend for that. Like, no. oh, right now, it's, it's, it's a diamond. It's <laughs> adding little beads to it. <laughs> little leaky oh, thighs like Mia's hair. Oh, <laughs> there's no trends in vagina hair, okay? Just, every female just does what they want, okay? So, you just have your preference. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. And this girl talk, I hope you girls enjoyed it. Um, we got some deep, good personal stuff in there for you girls. So don't judge us. Um, Please. And as I've always mentioned, you know, it takes a lot of guts to be my guest. So um, don't be, I'm, most of you girls are always so nice, but. I'm no. emotional. I'm an emotional person. She No, don't be like, I really shouldn't have said this. Okay. <laughs> um, and if you're my sister-in-law, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, or, or, you know, or uh, my family, or your Any, family, or anyone, um, from the gym, please <laughs> yeah, don't come please, up to please, us. I'm sorry. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot about girls in the gym, um, or guys in the gym. Sorry. <laughs> I, think, I think Rico listens to this sometimes. Do you think so? Holy shit. I'm sorry, Rico. TMI. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, girls. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep it for you Cause you were never, never me